Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain, and we are your fuck buddies. We've got one more day, or one more episode. Of Badgers? You yeah. think we're going to go back to whiskey? Mm-hmm. You think we're going to go back? Oh god, yes, please. No, just tequila. If you get the rocks tequila, maybe. <laughs> the rock, the wrestler? Yes. I don't know. I thought you were saying something completely different. They were like, Teal on the Rocks. I was like, I know you, Dane. Yeah, you no, won't no. drink that shit. I want Dwayne the Rock Johnson's tequila. Dane DeWalk? Dane DeWalk. Dane DeWalk. Is that what I said? I know. God, this is a good start. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who do you think's going to win the Super Bowl? Actually, it's already happened when this comes out. The 49ers Dane, or the Chiefs? I literally had to look that up because I didn't know. Thank you, because I was... I didn't know either, but edit that out, make it seem like I do know. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 49ers because that's a fair amount of points to score every game, and they do. That's why that's, they're called that. Yeah. They're also um, 20 points away from being the 69ers. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like the Chiefs, like, it's hard for them because they're already 49 below when they start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Um, also, I'm not entirely sure if the Chiefs aren't Yeah, I'm pretty racist. sure it's super racist. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't know what the origin of the 49ers are. <laughs> like, hey, it's it's America, so I'm going to guess both are. Yeah. Uh, but which one's less racist? Yeah. What are your predictions? The 49ers? That's what you're saying? Yes, 49ers. Uh, wrong. Wait. It's still going to be the Patriots. Tom Brady's going to show up. <laughs> he's killed everyone on one of the teams. And he's going to have... Replace them. They're all wearing, you know, the Chiefs uniforms. One Tom Brady and 19 deflated footballs. <laughs> all wearing uniforms. Well, see, he took the air out of the footballs to fill up his inflatable teammates and that's where uh, the air went yeah and he's no just one, fucking no one ever checks inside the teammates no they're all just fucking dummies on like remote control drones and stuff mm-hmm. that he he doesn't they, even need he just oh he just uses the drones to prop them up because he's a one-man army yeah Man, i saw a roast the other day and uh i think it was like peyton manning or something and they were like man you're so good at whatever and they were like you're like the tom brady of of like that thing because you know like the best ever and he was just like that hurts <laughs> it's pretty good yeah all right let's do this okay uh i'm gonna go first this is a user submitted question oh shit um this is a question that sent into a good friend of the show freedom agent freedom eagle so my last relationship was from about five years ago she was only my second girlfriend but it was my longest relationship lasting two years she eventually cheated and dumped me, but that wasn't the worst thing for me. I discovered she'd been sharing personal information about me with her circle of friends and others since the very beginning. It evolved into a huge mess that destroyed me physically and mentally. These days I'm doing better, but I do realize the experience has held me back from seriously getting into another relationship. I know there's a negative stereotype that women talk about everything with their friends, so I'm kind of stuck in between wanting to trust people and keeping my distance. What do you guys think of this? Are there certain things I should look out for? Have you had any experiences like this? As always, thank you for your help. I don't know if I've had any experience. Like, I definitely have been, you know, cheated on and dumped. And I've definitely had walls that are separating me from getting back into relationship. Like, I feel like everybody, whether they acknowledge it or not, has those scars that they carry on from past relationships that hopefully only temporarily stop you from getting back into one. But sometimes some people never, like... I think it goes one way. Either you put up walls or you eliminate all walls. You know what I mean? You either, like, throw yourself into an, a relationship immediately mm-hmm. uh, and just, like, that that is your wall. Is that as long as you're in a relationship, you're okay. Or, yes, you, you end up putting up walls and then never want to be in a relationship again. Or, like... But, but some trouble. people, like... I think sometimes you have... And I think it's healthy, like... I think the healthier way maybe is to have those walls, oh, 100%. but know you're not able to be in a relationship because of them. Mm-hmm. And then when they come down or when you start to deal with them, which obviously you're trying to do, then you get into one, i.e. Yes. you're waiting until you're in a healthy space to be in a oh, relationship, 100%. which yeah. I think 
is the way to fucking do it. Like, cause you can't, you can't avoid the harm, right? It's happened like, and it does happen. Uh, it happened to me. Like I went, I went like a long time being single after my last relationship because like there were a lot of things, like I wasn't ready for a relationship because of just the sheer bullshit that the end of it was and like the pain that I was in and like all the scars and whatever. Uh, and then when I was, I was, but if I had done that too early, I think it would have been really shit, you know? Yeah. You end up getting into the, exactly what I did where I got into a relationship with someone before I was ready. And then you're not a hundred percent in, you're like half committed. You're, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're doing it because either you didn't want to lose them at the time. You know what I mean? You were mm-hmm. given that ultimatum of like, well, either we date or, um, or we're not going to hang out anymore. Um, and then you like end up getting into a relationship that you're just like, well, I'm there and I don't want to like stop seeing you. If my only option is to date you, I guess I'm dating you. And like, that's the worst fucking way to start a relationship. The, the way you phrased that sounded like you were, I was saying a thing and you were like, yeah, so you got into a relationship. Oh no. Yeah. It was funny. I was I wondering was, why you're so confused. I was like waiting for you to like, I was like, when did that happen? Um, so I think like that happens or people, uh, like my ex, um, they had been scarred cause she was cheated on by her past partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think unfortunately, like she never kind of dealt with the fallout of that. So then when our relationship kind of like continued, like as it went on, she kind of like kept falling into this like worse and worse, like almost like a complex where she was like, everything was like a risk of being cheated on. Like she would get jealous about me hanging out with my guy friends who are her friends. You know what I mean? Like it was just this constant like jealousy cycle that just kept going, which was clearly she had never gotten over her past kind of like trauma in her relationship and had just kind of like brought it in. So I think those are the two ways it goes, right? You either don't deal with it and you bring it to the next relationship or you have to try and get over it before you get into one. Yeah. You know? I or mean, at least deal with it, right? And unfortunately, I think it's, there's like an Ernest Hemingway quote where it's like the only way to trust someone is to trust them. Like, yeah. I don't really think there is, I mean, obviously if your only red flags are like if you catch them lying or if you if they're not being completely honest with you that's that's a red flag but other than that it's like yeah you, ju- you just kind of have to do, to do it and i think the best way to sort of reacclimatize yourself to trusting is is rely on your friends mm-hmm. start developing um really really good friendships and then it, you at least then you know that like you've got someone you can trust and rely on and and once you start building cuz that's exactly what i did i i was at like rock bottom um after my last relationship and then i started focusing more on friendships and focusing more on um cultivating this like this sort of uh you know society within my friend circle of people that i trust entirely Mm -hmm. um and that was a hundred percent why i was able to then move on to uh romantic and sexual partnerships where i trusted them entirely um and if you don't have sort of that like foundation of like okay, I know what trust is and I know what it is to be trusted and I know what it is to um, rely on someone 100% and be like, I know that they're not fucking with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you don't have that foundation, you're either going to assume that everyone's got your back, which isn't unfortunately the case. Mm -hmm. There are people who will manipulate you. There are people who are going to lie to you Mm -hmm. and that sucks. Or you end up having that, yeah, what you were talking about with your ex where you're constantly finding... Because if you're looking for red flags to trust someone... It, they're so easy to find. Yeah. You can literally be like, you know, you could be hanging out with someone and they can answer a text and that will spark be like, well, who are they texting? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you'd be like, oh, who are you texting? And then they could be like, oh, just my friend, Steve. 
And they're like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so easy to spiral when you don't fully trust someone. So unfortunately, like I said, it's like the only way to do it is is to just sort of put your foot down and be like, if that person means enough to you, you trust them. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. You do. You have to trust people. You also just have to, you know, don't ignore red flags. Like I, yeah. I used to be the king of ignoring red flags. <laughs> uh, not anymore. Um and also, as you're saying, like, if you have that base, that foundation of friendship, like, worst comes to worst. If you do meet someone and they are shitty, you're not cast adrift. You can turn to these people and you have this foundation that they're going to be there for you, right? So, like, even if the worst does happen, at least you do have this support system and these friends. And, like, you know, that's, I think, really comforting is, like, even if something bad happens, you still have all these people that, like, are there for you. Yeah, no and, matter what. and hopefully they will then... You know what I mean? If they catch something, if they got a whiff of well, that's another thing. Because you can like be blinded when... by 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 your feelings, by mm-hmm. infatuation, by love, by whatever. But then if your friends meet them and they're like, and you're like, mm. Mm, uh, just letting you know, it's like I'm getting vibes. Um, because then, like, you trust your friends; they have no reason to lie to you. There's yeah. like, if if you know that they want the best for you, 100 percent of the time. Then you know that like they wouldn't be like, hey, we don't like your girlfriend because we're jealous, or hey, we don't like your girlfriend because whatever. Yeah. Um. And I will, I do want to stress here. It's like, don't be the kind of person that builds these friendships. And as soon as you get a relationship, oh, God, you forget no. about them. Mm-hmm. Like the, the bonds you build when you're single with your friends yeah. um, and whoever they, I, I don't want to, this is like, I'm worried people are going to think that we're saying only have friends of like the same gender Oh God, no. or whatever. It's like, but I'm, when I say friends, I mean, everyone, Everybody, anyone, yeah. anyone who, and that doesn't also mean that they're not sexual or romantic. Like you can, yeah. you can be friends with people that you have a sexual and romantic relationship with as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but when you, when you get into uh, another romantic partnership or an exclusive partnership, monogamous partnership, whatever, um, respect those bound or bonds that you've built with those people yeah. prior to, because the whole reason you're in that relationship is because of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be like, don't be like, well, their job is done. And also like, if it does turn out that you are in a shitty relationship, like, more often than not, it's like you will stay in like you need to have the ability to leave. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And if you have jettisoned your friends to the side or whatever, this person is kind of like your only person in your life. Yeah. It becomes so much harder to fucking leave that relationship. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why abusers, they try and like distance you yeah. from your friends, from your family. They try and like put up these little roadblocks between everybody. So you just have them. So you can't leave. That's the thing. It's like, I know if, you know, if something ever happened between me and Amanda, I I could text you at any night or mm-hmm. any time of the night and be like, hey, I need to crash. Yeah. And I, and I know I, there's, you know, three people that I know I could go and stay with just yeah. like at the drop of a hat. 100%. And, and more like than any, that. Literally anything. Like yeah. you could call me and I know same for you. I could call you and no yeah. matter what it is, it would happen, you yeah. know? Um, and that's, yeah. So that that's a, an important thing. I also think it's really important to notice that like this person sucked. Yeah. Like this person was a shit person, you know, like I'm not going to, you know, I maybe I'm not going to try and fucking come up with excuses or anything for this person because they did a shitty thing. Yeah. And it's like, that is really important to know is like, it's not a you thing. It's not you fault. And it's also not common, you know, like as in not everybody sucks. And yeah. this person did. I think it's very important to realize that, you know, this isn't just kind of like it just happened. This person sucked. Yeah. Um, I think that is really important to remember going forward. Like, not everybody does suck. And also the whole, like, girls talk. I don't really know. Like, I, I know a lot of people that don't really share. And also, I guess it depends what personal information we're talking here. But, like... Yeah, is, like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, 
We're talking credit card information, <laughs> social security. Was it like a Samson thing? Did you did she reveal your physical weakness? I assume it was more of like uh, sex stuff, or and... like just like I I know like I've seen a million questions where it's like people like talking shit about their partner almost like oh my god like at home like they they don't do this or they do this or like one time you know like just kind of like sharing intimate details that are like kind of, kind of like yeah. a cruel slant you know or, yeah um like, i don't understand why people do that but i've seen it definitely in or even just like like the amount of questions where they're just like oh this guy's like blah 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 i wish they were more like x and it's like then why are you fucking dating them why are you bad mouthing this person to your yeah anyway so like i've seen that so i'm guessing it's maybe something like that yeah uh, also just because they say it doesn't mean it has any fucking merit right because this is a person who is going out of their way to share things they shouldn't have to cheat on you to be cruel like i just fuck this person don't fuck them they had their chance no more fucking um but i just think it is it is important just to remember like that was a really shit thing done by a shitty person so yeah. Um, and going forward, when you when you do finally meet someone that you're interested in and want to pursue something, if those if you're still working through that kind of stuff, hopefully by then you'll have a good grasp on it. But like, it's hard to say that like you get over everything. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. there's always going to be little little strings that tug every now and oh, then. Oh, hundred percent. And it, there's no harm when the time is right, when the relationship's developed enough to sort of be bring it up and be like, hey, just so you know, in my last relationship, I was cheated on, and I'm a little sensitive to that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And it's not that you're being like, oh, hey, please don't cheat on me because that's a fucking given when you're in a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good to know, like, if you're willing to express your your vulnerabilities and your insecurities, if someone loves you and someone cares about you, they'll they'll do what they can to mm-hmm. to protect you from that or yeah. from feeling that. You know what I mean? Even if it's just something along the lines of being like, hey, tonight I'm going to I might be a little late. I'm going out with some friends mm-hmm. um, and I'll text you every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know what or, I mean? Or if that's and also, it. even if like, you know, if like then you're also kind of like preempting, like if anything does kind of upset you or like if you get like a flashback to your old relationship, then yeah. at least they'll know where it's coming from as well. Exactly. Like, uh, like, fuck, there's times where I get like messages and I feel like guilty because my ex used to be so aggressively like, who is that? Why you text? Like, you know, and yeah, yeah. so I'd like get that little pang of like, oh, and I'm like, one, it ne- I never should have been, but two, I definitely shouldn't be now. But like, for me, I'll be like, oh, look, this person texted me. Yeah. And it's like this stupid thing I do to like offset this past kind of like aggression, which is just so dumb. But mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things. It's been how many years and it's still hard to shake, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it sucks. I remember you mentioned one a while ago about like the PlayStation, right? Where like, oh, yeah, you would feel like guilty when like someone comes home because you're you know it's so it's like we all have these fucking things it's just you need to recognize them and you know just try try to move past them and again even if you don't because obviously there's parts of it that i still haven't moved past and i know you know but like the fact that i know about them and the fact that i can deal with them and like recognize them and see where they're coming from and like all those things are all really good signs i think yeah also take a beat like if someone does something and you're upset by it take a beat and be like Am I upset at what this person did or am I upset about what something had done to me in the past and mm-hmm. this reminds me of it? Yeah. Because if those are the if if they're doing two different things and it just sort of has like the flavor of betrayal yeah. because of your past experience, then you don't really get the right to be upset at at that person. You're allowed to be upset, but you can't then project your anger at what happened mm-hmm. onto the person that you're currently seeing. Yeah. You have to sort of take that second, take that beat, take it as a like, thing and try not to why flavor does this bother with, me? Yeah. 
Um, and if it's if it's because of the actions that they're doing, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if it's because of the actions of someone else that kind of reminds you of what they're doing, yeah. even if then, it's just influencing it a bit, yeah, you know, you then really you need to like, try and like take be him. like, yeah, is this is this worth talking about, or is this something that I kind of have to squash in my own head before I bring mm-hmm. it up? Because I, that's like the root of all jealousy. Usually, is like, okay, well, do I need to decide if this is my issue mm-hmm. or is what they're doing not cool? Yeah. And nine I, times out of ten, it's it's your own issue. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's usually like, oh no, I'm insecure because of this reason, and that's something that they either don't know of or don't have any responsibility over dealing with. Like, yeah. they, it's not their job to to cater to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of this, like, you know, it's like you've been through this and you've made it through, and you are so much stronger than the when it happened first time, right? And so aware like, of it. I'm unaware of it. That's the thing. It's like. Bad things happen, so we learn lessons. So, like, if worst case scenario, this does happen again, or it starts to get to the point where it'll happen again, it's like, you fucking got this, right? You've, yeah. like, worst case, and this is literally the worst case, you've fucking dealt with it before, you're stronger, you're capable, and you probably also are more aware of the events leading up to yeah. it. So, you're, like, you're going to be so much better at it, mm-hmm. even if worst case happens, which I don't think it will. Yeah. You know? So, like, that's that's the... the the silver lining of all the the shit relationships we have is like they are what not to do or how to not be in that situation in the future yeah you know that's why like if i you know i'm not going to go back and change any of my bad relationships because they made me like able to avoid shit now you know what i mean i mean i wouldn't be half as comfortable with my sexuality and my willing to like be flexible on on different subjects and and you know what I mean my my levels of trust and my levels of jealousy yeah. like when I I never considered myself a jealous person but looking back like from where oh, yeah. I am now looking back holy shit oh yeah I was, was so I much worse. a fucking mess like now um I can't remember what I was oh it you know anytime I mentioned that Amanda's a burlesque dancer mm-hmm. everyone's like well aren't you jealous that a bunch of guys are looking at it's like no I'm not at yeah. all one I have no right like I have no dominion over what she mm-hmm. does with her body so like Fuck that. Yeah. Two, it it has no like she's a performer. She's mm-hmm. performing. I it, and a damn good one. Yeah, it's like I don't I don't care about that aspect of it. You know, if it got to the point where like people are, are grabbing at her and touching mm-hmm. her, again I'm not jealous. I'm also that'd be a separate issue. That would be assault. That's the thing. It's like yeah. th- then I'm concerned for her safety. Yeah. At no point in time does it ever cross into me being like, I don't want people looking at my I own your image. You yeah. Can't. Yeah, that's it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, you've you've got this. Just take yeah. it slow. Um, and build build trusting bonds with the people that matter to you um, outside of outside of uh, you know a romantic or or dating experience, and uh, just just allow yourself to trust slowly, one bit at a time, mm-hmm. and, and eventually you'll realize that it's it's not that hard to do. It's yeah. it's just a little bit scary. And like, I guess this is a good thing, but like you don't really have a choice as well because. There, you can only really have trust in a relationship. You know what I mean? You can't have yes. trust. You can't whatever trust. So, like, kind of no matter what way you go into this, you do just have to trust. Yeah. But we all do, you know? And trusting someone and being wrong is not a bad thing. It's not your fault, you know? Yep. So you just, you know, it, unfortunately, you got to do it. But, like, hey. Yeah. I've always said that, like, getting in a relationship is allowing someone the, the power to hurt you and trusting mm-hmm. that they won't. Yeah. Um, all right. I think, I think we've done that. Um, this comes from Reddit user Melodic Midnight. My man won't pee on me. 
I've been hooking up with this guy for a few years. When we first started dating, we were really hot for each other, and we were very adventurous and exploratory sexually with each other. One of the things we tried were golden showers, and we both loved it, but with a caveat. I liked giving and receiving while he only liked receiving. We've carried on like that, and I make do with peeing on myself as best I can when he isn't about, uh, but it's nowhere near the same, nor is fun, and honestly, it isn't doing my back any good, I imagine. Um, <laughs> I was... Okay. Uh, I she assume, just upside down? I assume so, yes. That's, that's a lot of effort. I, I love know. Um, when we've talked about this, he feels that peeing on me is disrespectful to me in some way, even though I don't feel like it does. For the same reason, he doesn't come out of my mouth or on my face. I'm all about uh, reciprocating in our relationship, and if I'm doing something to him, I believe he should also do it to me and vice versa, so we are equals. Should I accept this as one deviation from the norm, uh, or try to nudge him into giving it another shot? One sentence I have an issue with yep. is the, like, it, you're not not equal if one person doesn't like the other thing. Just because you do something for one person doesn't mean they have to do it for you. That's the thing. If she's all? Into, like, if if I was with a partner who was into anal sex, mm-hmm. it doesn't. This I that doesn't. Like, mean it doesn't that, mean that she then has to fuck me in yeah. the ass. It's like that's not how that works. And also vice versa. If you were like, I don't mind getting fucked in the ass, so I should be allowed to fuck you. Like, no. Yeah. That's so. Let's get that whole idea out of this conversation yeah. uh because that's no that yeah. is no it's not a it's not a tit for tat no situation. Not at all because like y- <laughs> consent is based on what you want to do yeah. that and that's that it's not like oh but i do it to you so or you do it to me so yeah and so just know that's like thing, you like, can you're still equals once you equally respect each other's boundaries yeah like you can you can be cool with giving someone a blowjob and then not want them to go down on you yeah like that's a thing you're allowed mm-hmm. to do, and that doesn't give someone the sort of you know power to be like veto your consent because you gave me a blowjob, so now I get to go down on you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not the way it works. Although I do think like peripheral issue of relationships where guys won't go down on girls that is a different issue where I think you should go down on your partner. Yes, unless you have a massively but, valid but it's reason. Not a, but it's a that's, different. That's yeah, the other way around where they don't want to do exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's the only like peripheral issue I'd like to clarify. But yeah, that's that's a wild claim and don't take that to heart anybody. Yeah. Um have you talked to him? Because if he feels that it's disrespectful and you're telling him that it is respectful uh or that you don't mind or whatever, then and I assume you have talked to him. I assume if, so because like if, how if else that's would she how know, it came yeah. came across. Um, but maybe it's just, maybe she never really hammered home the point that she doesn't mind. But if you've talked and he's still saying that it might be a different reason. And he's just saying that you or know it, what I mean? it might just be one of those things where like, he just can't get on board with it. Like, maybe. Un- like, unfortunately, like, I don't know. I mean, physically, yes. Would I be able to pee on Amanda? Probably. Would I want to? Even you if she what? was into it, I don't know. I don't even know if I could because I would have a boner. I'd have to like sellotape them to the wall and like aim upwards, and even then, not easy to piss while you're erect. Yeah, I mean, so like, like it would be it would be difficult. I don't uh, I don't know if I would like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I th- see. I don't. I, I don't get the appeal. So for me, if this question was, we have never peed on each other, and I want him to, and he doesn't want to. Yeah. It would make a lot more sense to me, and I probably wouldn't have even gone with what I just went with. However, the fact that they used to do it, and now he's changed his tune. Well, the thing is, he still likes being peed on. Yeah. But he doesn't like to be the P-er. Mm-hmm. He likes to be the P-E. But does he still want to be the P-E? Because they didn't really... It's, it sounds like it. They didn't really delve into it. So I'm wondering if the peeing has ceased entirely, 
or if either way, I just feel like if if he says I feel like it's well, I guess he could still feel like it's disrespectful even if she feels like it isn't. But yeah, I mean, like, I just don't I know see a lot why... of people who who are into like rough sex and bondage and like stuff like that. And as they grow more attached and, and fall mm-hmm. in love with someone, they no longer are able to, you know, slap their partner or like spit in their face or call them dirty whores and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that might be, that might be troubling on, on, and problematic on, on the, on the, the front, front end, end of yes, things 100%. where it's like, do you, it's like, what did you, you think of me? Those, all those months. Exactly. Asshole. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's something that needs to be explored. But I, I really think, like, I think it's just bottom line where it's if someone doesn't want to do something, mm-hmm. um, regardless of the reason, and if this is a big deal for you, if this is a deal breaker for mm-hmm. you, that's fine. Well, it, it can go both ways. You know what I mean? If he doesn't want to do this, and this is something your sexual pleasure relies, relies on, on yeah. then it's fine to say, I'm sorry, this isn't working out. Yeah. I, I need this from you, and you're not willing to give it to me, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to force you to give it to me. But I'm also not going to punish myself exactly like, but I'm, I'm not just gonna lose you know, out on something i love because yeah. if we take it away like you know peeing on each other is a, a fairly you know far end fetish if we just reduce this down to again oral sex yeah or you know what or i mean sex if, in general if he was like i really like getting blowjobs but i'm uh, just not into going down on you yeah then i think we wouldn't really have this conversation no, you know what i mean no. we would be like then leave him Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't necessarily think it's a but bad thing. If he used to go down on her, but now isn't. But he never did. He never peed on her. He said he said he did. Nope. Yeah. Um, One of the things we tried with Golden Showers, and we both lived, loved it, but with a caveat. I like giving and receiving, and he only liked receiving. Oh, so he never... Oh, sorry. I read that backwards. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry. So I he, thought... might, he might have tried it once and been like, yeah. not for me. So, okay, sorry, I misheard. Uh, I need to pay more attention. Uh, so, scratch everything I've said. No. Um, basically, yeah, he, he never wanted. It's always been your caveat. So, why is it an issue all of a sudden? Yeah. That's also an, an unfair thing to do with a partner is if they, like, if you have had an outstanding rule, you can't just suddenly be like, now it's not okay anymore. Yeah. You know, if someone's clear enough about their boundaries, like, sure, you can clarify at some point. You can be like, hey do you still want whatever, but like kind of only once, you know what I mean? Or at least once in a while. I think you can also like, you can agree to it. And then after a certain amount of time, I I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, sorry, I thought I could work with this. Oh yeah. That's also fine. But what I'm saying is you can't then be like, I'm annoyed that we don't do it, you know, which kind of sounds like you're trying to do. Um, You can definitely find out it's not working for you and you can definitely like, you know, occasionally make sure you're still on the same page. Cause like after a year or something, whatever, yeah. I don't mean press them or badger them right. or try and like connive a way in. Um, but if, if they're not into it, they're not into it and that's fine. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I guess you just really gotta like, you know, again, if you want to talk, if you're worried, if you want to let him know unequivocally that you don't find it disrespectful, by all means do. If he still finds it disrespectful to do, it doesn't really matter what you feel on the issue. Because yeah. that's he's allowed his input as well, yeah. right? I, and he, then you just gotta figure out whether it's a deal breaker or not. Yeah, I think I think you're you're right. I think there's a a conversation you can have where you'd be like, I understand that the the mental block of oh peeing on someone mm-hmm. is not an act of love, but in this case, I'm I'm okay with it, yeah. and I know I'm very very aware of the fact that you love me and that you respect me, yeah, and that you doing this won't change that for mm-hmm. me. 
Um, Because I think that's a big thing that a lot of people think that like, oh, there's no going back from this. It's like once I've done it, I've done it. And Mm -hmm. you might then think, oh, you know, if he's willing to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, So and and that's and that's like sort of the tricky thing when you're exploring fetish and and especially ones that like are fairly new or or ones that you're not really into. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You might because like it might get to the point where. If he starts taking it too far or something, you might start thinking like, oh, maybe, maybe he doesn't actually like love me or care about me. Like that's, that's a big thing in sort of like the new fetish community or Mm -hmm. like people who are new to a fetish where they like the idea of it, but then in practice of it, it scares them or, or it goes too far or like they they reveal and have like later on doubts. Yeah. Yeah. So like by all means clarify your position, but you don't have the right to force this person to do this. No, not at all. Um, and it doesn't matter that you do it because you like it. So, yeah. and that that's just a blanket statement. That's the thing. You know? By all means, if, if you're not being sexually satisfied and that is the nature of this relationship, then it's time to move on. Yeah. So, um, clarify your position. I actually have an honest chat, but then talk to yourself and see how much it means to you. Is it a deal breaker? If so, move on. If not, you gotta let it go. Yep. Much like a pee. <laughs> Right, let's let's take it let's take it to Light Town. Okay. What's a good song for my boyfriend's jealous ex-girlfriend? My 21-year-old female boyfriend, 24-year-old, ex-girlfriend, 22-year-old keeps making slants against me, and I want to find a song that represents our situation so I can jam out. She cheated on him and wanted him back after fucking up. He doesn't want her in any way shape or form and doesn't care about her since she hurt him and he's like whatever. But I'm feeling snide and bitchy and the best way to not cause drama is to find a song and jam out through that. That's how I cope with everything personally. I basically want a song that's good for you had him and you fucked up and now I have him. Immature? Yes. Do I care? Not particularly. Everyone can pull the immature card from time to time. I mean, the obvious answer is Lizzo. Truth skater hurts, girl. man. Yeah, or a Skater Girl. Right? Skater Boy? Skater, skater Boy. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, yeah. Right? That is pretty much the... I think. Uh, I think that's a good one. Uh, Lizzo, of course. Yeah, sure. I mean, was... Truth Hurts is like... Or any Lizzo. Hell yeah. Like, you're, you're going to yeah. jam out to that. You're going to feel all right. Um, I don't know. You can't really jam out to it, but fucking Rootless Tree by Damien Rice. The chorus is just fuck you. It's great. It's fair. Well, um, People Equal Shit by Slipknot. <laughs> um, it's a great song. Leave by Glenn Hansard. Again, these are sort of, you know, a little bit more emotional. Jesus, Dane. She wants to jam out, man. I jammed out so hard. Uh, those were those are my breakup songs. Kelly Clarkson, she's got to have one. Um, right? She, what's her big one? Since you've been gone, is that Kelly is that? Clarkson? I don't know. No, oh, that's the opposite, I guess. Unless it's like since you've been gone, like the ex. Yeah. Since you got out of the picture, <laughs> uh, Misery Business, Paramore. See, I, I I don't know. I can't remember. Like, yes, that's a. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I think that's kind of more, yeah, no, yeah, it kind of works. Yeah, right. It's like they're they're shitty, and then they finally get single, and then you get with them, and then they kind of want them back, but you're like, too late. I'm yeah. in the business of misery. I'm second from the top. She got a body like an hourglass. It's ticking like a clock. Yeah, hourglasses don't tick. Uh, fuck. I thought we'd get more legs with this. We gotta no, get another one. I'm huh? sorry. Jam to uh, Lizzo, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just Lizzo, Skater Boy, little Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I just thought this was really funny that this person was like, it's just such a weird roundabout. Like, I don't want to get involved, so I'm just gonna dance out my feelings. And you know what? I you think know, the that's, world that's not will a, be better. Yeah. I mean, if 
if instead of being shitty to other, each mm. other, we just find a song that speaks to us and just fucking work it out through that? Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on board with it. This comes from Reddit user, you are strong. Thank you. How can a man be perceived as more sexual? I've had um, girlfriends... I have an answer. Sweatpants and the polo. <laughs> I've had some girlfriends telling me I'm good looking and fun, and that the reason I don't have uh, more success in dating is because I give off a friendly buddy vibe, which doesn't create sexual attraction. How should one act to change this and have a higher sexual vibe? Wink. Constantly. Just non-stop winking. Just everything you say, like, oh, hey, how's your how's your weekend? Yeah. Bite your lower lip. Mm-hmm. Anything. Constantly. Again. Yeah, just. So you're like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Just remove, Wink. like, the one bottom part just from too much chewing. Yeah. Um... Also, just thrust constantly. Oh hell like, yeah! If always carry like a like a you know something a half phallic. foot a half foot like box that you can just put down and just put one leg up on. Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Um, um, also, sweats and a polo, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe just pre-oil yourself so you glisten like constantly. Yeah, try to like only go outside when it's raining, so that when you come in, oh, you're like shit. just dripping yeah, wet, and, and your shirt's only just wearing like, white, so it just yeah. sticks, and they can you know. Yeah. Um, Maybe, like, store a bunch of, like... Bees. <laughs> not okay. No, Continue, not sorry. where I was going. I was going to say flowers. I mean, you were on the right... Yeah. You know what I mean? So just every now and then you could just, like... Get the bees. Yeah, or... Learn the entire bee movie. Yeah, script. Um, no, run through, like, common, uh, like, transportation... Like, airports, bus stations with, like, flowers. Oh, shit. And yeah. just, like... Just run in all flustered and look around and just like, as a bus is leaving, just like, damn it. Yeah. Extra points if it's also still raining. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. You need to move to Ireland where it rains all the time. <laughs> That's why we're all so sexual. It's just because we're constantly damp. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I think we just nailed that. Like, I'm not even going to keep going with that. Um, to give actual advice. Bees. I think what the problem is with with this sort of like mentality is it's usually... You aren't taking your shot when you have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I think it, it comes from a place of, like, fear. Yes. You so know? you you want to be accepted, and you want to be probably not seen as creepy, so you you Overdo try to, it. you try to like, get get involved and get um, get close to these people, but then, like, when you, uh, when you would normally have asked them out on a date, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, but should I? And then you don't, and you leave it too long, where, like, yeah. any attraction that you might have built up sort of fades away to like a platonic mm-hmm. um, especially like respect or whatever when you don't take those chances you're giving the message that you're not interested that you, yeah that you're right? not sexually interested in them yeah so then like so it's not that you're not sexual it's that you're not interested yeah right because and then, like, like why would you why would you then treat someone who's made no effort to mm-hmm. show any sort of attraction to you yeah to treat them as a, a sexual uh, option yeah because then that would be shitty on their behalf if how they're reading it was correct. Right? Exactly. Because if you're not into but, it and they're like, the hey, script. like what you're actively trying to avoid by being friendly is you don't want to treat every woman that you meet as a sexual mm-hmm. partner or like a sexual prospect. Yeah. So they're just reciprocating that. Yeah. You know what and I mean? That's, that's great. Like it's I think fine. it's, it's, it's better to, to be on this side of things than the opposite side of things yeah. where you're just a creepy piece of shit. But I'm worried that trying to be more sexual is going to be you're going to be given all this bullshit advice yes. that's going to make you well you know what the, the first, exact opposite of you know what, what the you, first suggestion was uh drive by real slowly while you're tipsy in your car blaring <laughs> tunes and yell at them no, unfortunately the good uh, it's touch them yeah you know what i mean it's like no 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 no, no. you can be 
you can exude sexual attraction without ever touching anyone. And yeah. I want that to be very clear that touching does not equal attraction. Mm-hmm. You can, I would say that like almost every woman that I've ever been in an attraction with is like the first time I touch them is either dancing with them mm-hmm. with consent or the first time we kiss. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if, if you're touching, like unless there's some reason for it, like you're pretty much there. Yeah. Right, you should be anyway. Otherwise, like, it's like, like a hug. Yeah. You know I mean? It's like, like the hug at the beginning of the date. But like, if you're talking like, to oh, someone, make sure you, you make sure no. you touch them during the date no. so you eliminate that physical barrier. It's like, I don't think, unless it's like a high five or, you know, There's, a reason yeah. to actually physically touch them. I don't think I ever like held their hand or put my hand no. on their knee. It's like, no, at the end of the night, I would either go for the kiss or the hug or, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that, that was when I broke the physical barrier. There, there are times and places, but usually by the time you're touching, you, sh- you are at the point where you can kiss. Yeah. And if you're trying to touch them to get to the point where you can kiss, you're probably going to drive them real far away because they're like, oh God, this guy's touching me. And it's like, that gives that, like, what do you do then? Do you just sit there and like let them keep doing it or do you shrug it off? At which point you're going to read that as fuck no. And yeah. maybe it could have been a yes, but it's already just gone down in flames. Yes. However, don't also be terrified to touch someone when the time comes, which yeah. is probably, you know, so just don't listen to pro... I, I think you just got to be aware that when your shot comes, you can take it. Yeah. And like be confident. Like, I think confidence is the thing. If people are having fun with you Mm. and if people are, I don't be afraid to like hanging out with you, then there's no harm in being like, Hey, would you like to go grab drinks with me one night? Yeah. You know what I mean? And even if they think it is a friendly boy, girl, just two friends going on a Mm -hmm. date, like then just enjoy that time. Yeah. And then at the end of the night, Maybe try to go for the kiss. But you know also, I mean? like most people, if it's a one-on-one, let's go for drinks. We don't really know each other that well. Yeah, they know what that implies, right? Yeah, it's not. And like, if you've been friends for you know a considerable amount of time, like maybe a semester or whatever, there's no harm in just saying like, "Hey, would you like to go on a date with me?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. make it clear. Like, or even just if you guys don't hang out one-on-one, go out one-on-one and see how it goes. Yeah, because like, you know, even you can always just be like, "Hey, like I had a really good time." Like, and like be like, oh, maybe we should go on, like, a date. Or, like, just be like, like bring it up. Be confident. Yeah. Because, or if like, you're hanging out with a group. Yeah. And everyone goes their own, you know what I mean? Like, maybe after school or whatever, you mm-hmm. all went out for some food. There's no harm, like, as everyone's splitting up, be like, hey, do you want to go grab another drink? Yeah. And then, then boom. Like, you're already hanging out. The, the, the pressure is so low. Mm-hmm. But you can then, con- like, transition that into a date. Yeah. I think, like, the over... Not overly nice, I guess, because it means, like, you're... You're smothering these chances to take shots with more niceness. Yeah. Uh, the only way to be more sexual is to be a little bit more confident. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like not be afraid to to do these things. And again, once which I assume will be fine for you because you have this mindset of being a nice person, like you're not gonna be creepy. Yeah. Unless that is just a defense because you're so creepy inside <laughs> that you have to be so nice and you're just like the second you let your guard down, you're like, let me suck them tits. Yeah. Uh, like just, you should be fine. And that's the thing. I, there is no secret. And I think I would probably die if I read those comments. But like, if you just be, be a little bit more confident, don't be afraid to, to take a shot. Yes. Yeah, stating and that's stating only... your intention is the way you are more sexual. Yeah. It's not about saying overtly sexual things mm. or touching them or trying to like exude. Yeah. Or like sexuality make sexy jokes or like grab your crotch every 10 minutes or yeah. anything. No, it's like it's... you just like the only problem right now is the only thing you're giving out is friend vibes, which are 
by dint of being the only literal thing, are put downs every time these chances come up and you don't take them. Yeah. What to do if girl feels your desperation by Captain Capt CS Go One. Okay, so I was meeting a girl. I think she was interested in me. We met like eight, nine times, only two of us. Nowadays, she started ignoring me, so I desperately unfollowed her on Insta. But then I got that it was a desperate move. So talked to her. She eventually followed me back, but thinks she got my desperation. Then asked her two, three times out. She said she had personal reason. Spoke to her how I felt when we met. Good. She said, still, I have her reasons. Now she ignoring me. What should I do? Can't stop thinking of her help. Edit. After going on contact, she messed me for meeting, then called me, told me to pick her up. While crossing road, she grabbed my shoulder. Jesus Christ. What to do if girl feels your desperation? I mean, I don't have nearly enough information. Like, if you've met up with them, like, I'm assuming eight or nine dates? That sounds like a lot. And then you didn't do anything? Like, I like. have you made out? Have you kissed? Have you I had know. sex? Like, I don't... Like, if, if you just went on eight or nine dates and you literally just, like nod and, and walk away at the end yeah. of it it's like yeah i would have fucking given up on that too just be like you're what is this yeah. this is nothing but also like desperately unfollowing them when you i mean that also like, doesn't make any sense and then going back and like it, it's one of those things where like if it's working it's working if it's not it's not for me it's like if, like it, it doesn't even make sense to me to unfollow someone shows disinterest exactly it doesn't show desperation i'm not like oh damn this guy's desperate for me yeah i'm like Oh, he's fucking done with me. Mm-hmm. But then to refollow and message him like three times every like, if someone's not meeting up with you, give it once, one like ask them once, ask them twice, and then if it's another one, just fucking stop. And yeah. if they want to, they will ask you. This is the thing. And if they don't, then cool, you've you can move on and not harass someone, and that's a pretty good option. Yeah. Um, and and that should just be like a blanket rule, like give the fuck up like it's you're not doing anybody including yourself any favors by harassing someone who doesn't want to meet up with you yeah. you know for whatever reason which they're allowed to do um if someone starts ignoring you or not replying or not wanting to meet up cool move on if they want to they will yeah, message that 40 you. second text isn't going to be like you know the forty-one messages. Yeah, ah, fuck that. But, but you 42? know what? You know what? Now you're showing some gumption. Yeah. Now and you're showing a little bit of perseverance in that. And if you do get about. a pity date out of forty-two messages, it's gonna suck. And it doesn't count. I don't think there's a single. I know. I'm, I'm saying if it did. In the world. If it did, like God, you know. No. Here's the thing. If if after forty-two messages someone agree, you're fucked. Yeah, you're because that person is gonna murder you probably because the only person who would see. 42 unread messages mm-hmm. or un, like not responded to messages and be like, yeah, now's if the time. If someone messed me 42 then, times, I might kill them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I like that person I is wouldn't. a sociopath. Yeah. So it's a simple one. Just like if someone don't, don't be desperate. How about that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just fucking let people live, man. If they're not interested, they're not interested. If you stop contacting them and they contact you, maybe they are interested. If you stop and they stop, guess what? They weren't interested. Yeah. It's win-win. Mm-hmm. Because you're out of that situation. Anyway, you get it. <laughs> I don't think he does. This comes from Reddit user Jan the Wisdom. Did oh. I, 25-year-old female, overreact to a guy, 25-year-old male, holding me down when I asked um, to leave? I read this one. I don't have a lot of experience with sex and or relationships. I found this guy online. He seemed really sweet. However, when we were making out, he did some stuff and I wasn't comfortable. Uh, For instance, he choked me lightly without asking me first. And when I asked to leave before sex, he held me down in a sort of playful way, question mark, and said, okay, you can leave now. I tried to get out, but couldn't. Eventually, he let me go. In the moment, it was a bit fun, but later I realized it could be problematic. 
I sent him a text saying I didn't want to meet up with him uh, because of these things, and he got pretty mad. He said that I made him feel like a piece of shit. I was just trying to make him understand where I was coming from. Was I too harsh? Should I have had a conversation before telling him? Um, should I have had a conversation before without telling him I didn't want to see him again? But I really don't want to see him again. Well, don't see him again, uh, one. Secondly, it's all bad, but for him to get angry when you point it out and flip it around so he's the victim? Yeah. Probably, that like just completely paints everything else in an even worse light. You know what I mean? If if he had been like, oh shit, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize, blah, 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 blah. That'd be one thing. I'd still think there are red flags there for sure. Yes. But when he can't even see where you're coming from and then aggressively flips it around and he's the victim all of a sudden, that's not good. Yeah, no. That's the thing. It's like, we can make mistakes. Like... It's it's tough to mm-hmm. to navigate stuff, especially in like situations in, in first dates and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, hopefully, you communicated that you weren't into the choking thing, and he backed off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hopefully, that was what happened. Um, and like and, 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 and like it seems even the, the fact that it was like oh it was fun at the time. It's like that's if the thing. he's doing something and you seem like you're enjoying it, like it's and you were even admitting that you were enjoying. You know, like it's it's, it's tough because he might like have read your nonverbal cues are important, especially yeah. when you're when you're doing that kind of stuff. So like he might have just been doing it playfully with all intention to let you go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. obviously he wasn't there or to even like kidnap you. Whenever something happened, if like he like maybe whatever he was doing, like he saw you're enjoying it, so he kept kind of doing it. Yes. You know, and like again, like I don't think anybody holding someone down before sex when they say they want to go is good but like no. at the same time you are admit, like you know I don't want this to sound victim blamey I know whatever. I know it's tough um, but like you do read cues from your partner so if you were like giggling away and you guys were like having a little fun wrestling moment or whatever but later on you were like oh like it wasn't bad in and of itself but it is maybe indicative of something worse and that's why you chose to talk about it, blah 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 yeah. and he was like oh I'm so sorry Maybe, maybe they have a like to stand on because he could be like, I'm sorry, I thought you were enjoying it. And you'd be like, well, I kind of was like, blah, blah, but like in yes. future and you could talk about and set boundaries, that would be exactly an entirely different situation. Doesn't mean there aren't any red flags. Doesn't mean there isn't something to be aware of in the future, but it would definitely be a lot better of an outlook. This, however, is shit. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm also worried that like him being like, oh, I feel like shit now or like. This is making me feel like shit. Mm-hmm. It's just his it's a guilt, or or just like the fact that uh, generally we as men don't have the like emotional experience to um, as like a collective. There's there's hasn't been a whole lot of talking about being like it's okay to admit that we fucked up. You know mm. what I mean? So like I'm worried that like that was his version of an apology, and it's so fucking tainted with layers of like just bullshit socialization mm-hmm. that like if he was just a little smarter or if had you know a little bit more emotional intelligence he could have been saying what you said maybe and it could have actually resulted in, in a much better relationship or even like a continued relationship mm-hmm. you know what i mean because like like you said if he said like shit i'm really sorry i was picking up the vibes that you were you were enjoying it at the time yeah if you if, if i picked up the fact that you didn't enjoy it i would have stopped immediately i'm really sorry mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you do raise a good point. Like, he might have wanted to say that, but, like, it is pretty... Like, if you thought you were doing something that was okay and they were enjoying, which, like, I guess arguably they were to a degree, 
uh, and then to be told all of a sudden, like, hey, I thought you were holding me down before sex and wouldn't let me go. Like, it's a very shitty thing to hear. Uh, and I, I, think would, advice... I would say, like, I would say, oh, that makes me feel like shit, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, this is, this I is think a conversation it... that's happening over text, too. So it's hard. Like, again, we don't know what's actually mm-hmm. being said and what he's saying. So but like, I also to... completely understand why she didn't want to meet up oh, with him and have that conversation either, right? Yeah, no, by all means. Yeah. I'm just worried that, like, it's it's easy to read anger yeah. quickly. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, I, I wish... My point here is I want to teach men to express their regrets and yeah and yeah. and their their apologetic if if you're if you do something and someone you're... makes you feel like shit and that's because you know that what you did is shitty mm-hmm. then yeah. do, then don't phrase it in a way that turns makes, it and makes it yeah. about you yeah you know that's I mean? like that was going to be my advice like if this was meant to be an actual apology cuz it doesn't read like one yeah like it's not if you Something like that happens, like, you can say, I feel really bad. Yeah. Not, you're making me feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. Because that's, like, accusatory, right? It's yeah, that's like, why I said that oh. weird. Accusatory. It's like, now it's my your fault. My actions, yeah. or the way you feel about my actions, make yeah. me feel bad. <laughs> it's I, like, I hate when people say that. If you're having that, you're like, oh, now you're making me feel like a bitch. And you're like, because I told you what you did. Yeah. Ah. Or, like, you told me what I did. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're making me feel like a piece of shit. You make me sound like an asshole. It's like, you're just saying what I did. Um, so yeah, like, don't make it about you. If you're honestly, genuinely, like, apologetic or whatever, like, say that. Yeah. Understand, like, take a moment and, like, think about things from their perspective, but don't flip it around and make yourself the victim. Yeah. You know? Yeah, understand that, like, you are not under attack here. Um, like, what you've done has caused someone pain or distress Mm -hmm. or upset them. Or even just, like, a second, a thought, a second thought. Like, in this, the, I... You know, it seems like they had they were hesitant, more so than like aggressive or like distraught, right? Yeah. So it's like it's even less reason for them to to be this kind of like like what's the word I'm looking for? Like retaliatory almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to. You could have probably had a, a proper conversation, but hopefully this person will now have it in their mind for the next time. But advice is definitely like if you are sorry about something, apologize. Never try and flip it around so that you're the victim. Yeah. And not that it's your job to educate people, but if someone, if you tell someone, be like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't want to see you um, because of these things. Mm -hmm. And someone says, oh, that makes me feel like shit. Then you can definitely be like, okay, well, you know, going forward, uh, understand that that's a scary thing for women. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So that like they now have it in their mind that like this behavior equals not seeing people again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, As opposed to. I don't know, like this manifesting in a way that like now he hates women or like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I would hope they get from context clues that that is why, you know? Yeah. Um, And if, unfortunately, I don't know if you can really do much to stop this person from hating people if they are so inclined, you know? know. Um, Which sucks. But yeah, I just like, for all the guys listening, don't be so quick to be like to, to fire things up right you don't have to take it personally you don't have to whatever you can be honest and you know maybe you will never see this person and again but they're also actions. not gonna be like this guy kind of sucks yeah because this would be an entirely different conversation if they've been like oh my god I'm, I'm really sorry um like and whatever again i'm not saying it would absolve them of all these things because you never really know what's what's going on here but like it would be a fuck ton better yeah if you, if you show a little bit of empathy be like shit I, i'm sorry i didn't see it that way 
Yeah. Um, and also, also guys, anything. please understand that on first dates, or kind of in general, or just in general, just just understand that like the actions you have hold much more a much more significant. So, what's a playful like pinning? Mm-hmm. Isn't playful for women yeah. or for a lot of women, like unless you've or already for a lot of people. Even, if you've you know if you've I mean? already established that kind of relationship, that's fine. If you guys are into holding each other down, if that's if that's established, cool. If there's consent, cool. Yeah. But if your first interaction with someone is going back to their house and them not letting you leave, you have to understand yeah. that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um, and that is that is sort of like nightmare. That that is what women fear yeah. about going back to people's houses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that is what what a lot of women that's the reason why a lot of women don't go back to people's houses you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's like specifically for those things yeah so please understand that like Stick what hat. might be fun and friendly and and cool and like might be a game for you is you know yeah. she probably was like oh i'm gonna die here yeah or i'm like and something like, bad what? is not gonna a happen fun here. fucking thought like yeah. oh this person might literally be about to fucking kill me or do something else yeah. like and if you can't understand how some of your actions come across like that, you really need to take a minute and think about it and actually fucking put yourself in their position or and talk just to like, your female friends and then yeah, listen to what they don't say. Be fucking ignorant and dumb. Like literally just for one second, imagine it if the tables were turned. Yeah. You know? And here's the thing. Like, I think it's really important to, if, if this happened and you, you're like, well, this is unfair. Bring it up to a female friend. You know what I mean? And if you don't want to, that's your fucking answer. Yeah. If you are willing to then bring go to a female friend and be like, hey, this is what happened. Like, where do you stand on the situation? Then listen. Mm-hmm. Listen to what they say because chances are they're going to explain what we just explained and how fucking scary that situation was probably for her. Mm-hmm. And if and they then, don't, they're wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like, uh, preface it would be like, hey, I want your full honesty. Yeah. And it's like, but, how would know, you... Some, re- just because you're a girl doesn't mean you don't have toxic views. No, absolutely. Just... just Prefacing that because yes. I've heard some fucking wild yes, bullshit, of course. you know. Um, um, but in general, yes, you'll be fine. Yes, I I just want like the women aren't making this stuff up. No. You know what I mean? They their fears are genuine, and the reasons they have them are genuine, and the reasons that people get fucking triggered by this kind of stuff is all genuine. So yes. like, listen to the women in your life. Listen to the women that you encounter or who, who reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, your behavior back at you. You also, know what I mean? Just like, watch the news for like a day or two and be like, oh wow, look at all that fucking murder. And then be like, yeah, cool. Yep. I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not rocket yeah, so science. Google like camp rape statistics and then like, there's your answer. That is. Say camp? Uh, sorry, I meant campus. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Or just fucking Google like the likelihood of like the highest killer of women is men. The highest killer of men is heart attacks. So, yeah. There you go. Um, well, it's, that's a fun ending for our podcast. Imagine if your heart seized up suddenly and like stopped beating and you had a massive pain in your left arm and chest. And then that's probably still not as terrifying as what they're feeling. So imagine every time you went on a date, your heart failed for a second. Yeah. How would you fucking feel? Mm-hmm. And that's not even the same shit because your heart just kind of can happen. There's like someone twice your fucking weight who's probably an asshole on top of you. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway. This is the fun ending of our podcast. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, 
Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you, Freedom Eagle, for sending in another question and trusting us um, with your with your concerns and your questions. Um, if you have a question and you would like it answered, you can find us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash fckbuddiespodcast. You can uh, shoot us a message on Twitter at fck underscore buddies, or you can find us online uh, at fck or fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca, oh, or you yeah. can send us an email at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And uh, can you get comfortable, or are you too sore oh from the gym? Oh, my God, I can try. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, I didn't mention it, but I did my first boxing circuit since I started training again, and I hurt. I hurt so much. <sighs> yeah, we're being fit boys again. I can I can pretty much go back to climbing a little bit. My finger is functional again, kind of. This is uh, Starcrossed by A.A. A. Gill. I pull my dress off, and I'm naked. He reaches down and roughly grabs me between the legs. I can feel his long, bony finger slip inside me. His thumb slides into the crack of my bottom and lifts me like a bowling ball, a six-pack, like I was light as a feather. So is he behind her? Because that's the only way that would work. Uh, I can only assume, but you never know. Because, like, finger, thumb, unless he's, like, he must be reaching around her, maybe? You can never know. Nothing sexier than feeling like you're a bowling ball. Uh, wrong. Feeling like a six-pack. It's true. Are you guys some Dan? I don't know. What do you think? Is he back? Nope. We go into this one because it's, uh, it makes sense considering one of our questions earlier. Dan says, ex-girlfriend keeps blocking and unblocking me. <laughs> so maybe it's a move, guys. Maybe it is a move. Yeah. Um, and to finish this out, I'm going to dive into Pornhub and find us a comment um, and this comes from Spidey Seven, Semidieth. Is it illegal to have a 12-inch dick? Because that's the only crime I've committed. <laughs> my name is Dave Miller. And my name is Nile Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. Try Look at us. To say goodbye and I choke. Try to walk away and I stumble.